Abdullahi Barakatuh, brothers, sisters, dear friends. I hope you're all in the best health and iman. Uh, today I have a special guest with me, my brother Hisham. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get Idris and Yusuf on today um, due to certain reasons, but we're going to go over it anyway. Uh, Hisham, I'm how are you, good, man? thank you, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, odd circumstances, isn't it? But um, we're all coping yeah. well, thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How, what have you been doing to like keep some keep occupied, man? Um, obviously with Ramzan and everything, it's just uh, focusing oh, yeah. on ourselves, bettering ourselves, yeah, and um, you know, in, enjoying the fact you know it's, it's not a nice opportunity, but enjoying the fact that we're with family. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot, lot more chance to like, like sit down and just talk in exactly. and family eat rather than just being out. All the exactly. Time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, without further ado, let's let's get started. Uh, today we're going to talk about quite a, quite a deep topic. Usually we're quite quite um like mm-hmm. in some of the stuff we discuss, but um today today we're going to talk about Islamophobia. Um, it's a very very um current issue, especially with Muslims. What we're going through all mm-hmm. around the world, which kind of delve in today. Uh, Hisham, what what? If, if I was to tell you what is Islamophobia, like, what, what would you give me as like your own definition? See, I think that the definition is always going to vary from person to person because it's a, it's a lived experience, if you, uh, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. But um, I, yeah. I think if you put it in, in, in context, then for, for the vast majority of people, it's, it's a hatred or a um, frowning upon of an entire race. Yeah. Um, that's that's interesting you said that race because for me I think like one thing that I've always thought is like Muslims we're not like a race I think what's happened is I think the media's kind of created us like they've kind of racialized yeah, yeah, us yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense because if you think about it if you look at Muslims you can go to a mosque there's not like maybe not in this country but like generally it's not like one dominant race yeah yes yeah. like although the media's got it's although the media's got this like um idea of an Arab with a phobe and a and a hat on and stuff. That's not that's not the case, yeah, no, is it? It's I, usually a lot more diverse. I'm gonna, I'll append that then. I think uh, a, a belief, a belief is a better way of saying it. Yeah, because you can be anybody, but have have that that belief. Yeah, and uh, that that's, that's what true. people. Are, it's a fear of um of of people with a different belief to you. Yeah, that's true. Where do you think that fear comes from? Um, the media, largely yeah. the media. I think. Um, you know, you, you look at, you could go back in time and uh, you realise that um, interconnectivity and, you know, social media presence and all of that wasn't there. And that hatred largely That's wasn't true. there. Um, it may not be the main mm-hmm. reason, but it's definitely a catalyst. No, nah, it's true. You've you got a great point there, Sean, because if you actually look in history, a lot of the people who, who, are, who are Islamophobes nowadays... If you look in history, especially like during the time when Muslims were kind of in the golden age, mm-hmm. especially if you look at, you know, nowadays we've got this idea of this this um, this hatred between Muslims and Jews. Yes, yes. Um, which is which I think is also spurred on by the media as well. Yes, in my definitely. Um, um, if you look at, for example, Al Andalus, which was Muslim Spain, a lot of um, a lot of Jewish scholars they they talk a lot about how they were treated better than the Muslims, but I think it doesn't suit the mm-hmm. narrative. You know what I mean? I think Muslims are like these barba- these barbarians, and they've come and conquered the, yeah, conquered yeah. the Judeo-Christian lands. If that makes sense, it's mad. So I mean, I think uh, that's a good point you made actually about um, a, a person or uh, people um, having control over a view. So you know, mm-hmm. back in that point, you have you have emperors, you have um, people who ruled over ent- entire civili- uh, civilizations. 
Um, whereas today, yeah. I guess you could, you know, it's a bit more of a free world, but that ruling is, is almost dictated by the media. Yeah, that's true. I think that's, that's a great point because the media essentially, uh, even Malcolm X said it, he said the media is the most powerful exactly. tool because it, it, con- it controls what people think, unfortunately. I think we live in a world nowadays where people don't think for themselves exactly. anymore. Yes, no, I t- totally agree with that. Uh, media is a powerful thing and it influences people in, in, in ways I don't yeah. think we can even quite comprehend fully because no, no one no yeah. one can yeah break down someone's mind like that but it's a powerful words are a powerful thing media is a powerful thing yeah it's crazy i think one thing that we're talking about media um i was saying to you off off um well before we start recording about um an article that mm-hmm. i came across here by the washington washington yeah. post and um the washington post they went through thirty-seven thousand articles re- <clears throat> that were related to muslims so they would talk about they would have Muslims in it, etc. About Muslims, and five percent of all those articles were positive. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's incredible. That is like that. I, I, I thought that was incredible. It, it, it's, it, I was like, 5%. That's that's the, I mean, that's a mental figure. And but but when you look at it, you you break down each paper and each TV broadcasting station. Yeah. Who does it all trace back to? It's all that. It's it's that one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rupert. Is it Rupert Mer? Rupert Rupert traces back to him. Now I mean <laughs> if you go to um Disneyland um and and you uh spit out anti uh Christian um messages, they will kick you out. Uh-huh. They will kick you oh, out. Yeah, definitely. I mean that 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 shows you the power that you know this one person has. Yeah, it's crazy. I think that that's the thing, but like it's it's um the media they're supposed to be bastions of free speech, mm-hmm. but when, but when it's like they're they're very selective with that that speech being free. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because for me, one one thing I've noticed is whenever, um, if you look at these these so called, um, critics of Islam, so you look at the new atheist Sam Harris, Christopher Hitchens, even yeah, Bill yeah. Maher, he's like that. What's it, that you know that talking yeah, yeah. in America. Yeah, him. If you look at them, they, they say we're critics of Islam, we're critics of Islam. We, we don't hate Islam, we're just critics. But if you actually look at what they're saying, it's very yeah, it, it's, it's all to fit their, their own agenda, really, because they know that if they tailor how they say stuff, they have a way of hiding behind their words. But then they know that people yeah. will be spurred on by what they've said or misinterpret what they've said. And it, it's, it's, it's not misinterpretation, it's deliberate placement of words in order oh, to yeah, keep on their side. Yeah, that's the thing. I think we we that's that's very true. People are very like, um, very they they tre- they step into quite treacherous yeah. ways. I'm being honest with that because, yeah, we uh, for me like I don't know, man. It just seems nowadays like Muslims. It, there's I think there's always been a scapegoat. The media has always been a, there's always been a yeah, scapegoat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for I think I think not just the media. I think if you just look at like. Like just in countries, if you just look at like the Western powers, like America, they've always had mm-hmm. a scapegoat. You know what I mean? Like in the 20th, 20th, 20th century, it was yep. communism, and now it's Muslims. And um, I don't know if you've heard of Willy Clyde. Uh, the name rings a bell. Um, he, Willy Clyde, he was the Belgian head of NATO. So during the end of the Cold War, he was the Belgian yep, yep. head of NATO. And he, 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 this is funny. He claimed that Islamic fundamentalism or, or Islamism was was a as big a threat as communism wow. at the end of at the end of, and that, that that's what 50 years ago yeah now 50 yeah 50 years ago 
And the same things are being said, but now it's just being magnified to a whole new audience. Would you, there's always this idea as well that it spans from dictators. People don't fit their agenda, don't fit their beliefs. But it's also to divert yeah. attention. You know, you look at a lot of these people with hatred yeah. and, and they're, they're trying to cover up what they're doing. So therefore, divert hatred from themselves to other people. Um, yeah, I think that's something you see in Trump nowadays, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Trump, you make a great point, um, Trump. I want to talk about Trump, actually. Because if you look at Trump's campaign, like when he was running in 2016, to a degree, I wouldn't say the same degree as now, but if you look at how he rode his campaign, like the wave, it was oh, yeah. very Islamophobic. Like the whole Muslim, the whole Muslim ban, everything. And the thing is, for me, one thing that I've found is if you look at Islamophobia, why it's so prevalent in society for me, in our society, in the UK, in, in America, and mm-hmm. West in particular is is that it works it's actually a successful it's a successful yeah. form of prejudice yeah. it bears fruit because if you think if you think about it if trump won on the basis of being an example totally. totally now if you if you look in this country um brexit the whole the whole campaign on brexit it was there was very like Islamophobic exactly. and racist undertones if you look at some of the propaganda that was being spewed by the leave campaign they were like describing the Muslim refugees as swarms. When you say someone's a swarm, that's a exactly mandate for that. anything. You're dehumanizing, I mean, man. What I find quite ironic out of all of this is that um, since since we've we've well leaving the EU now, um, it's it's in some cases easier for people from the Middle Eastern countries yeah. um, and our countries to come over. Um, what it has done is put a blockade yeah. for the people from from Europe. So when when we ask these people yeah. who voted for uh, Brexit, some of these people, and I'm not saying all, but some people, uh, if you ask them uh, what an immigrant looks like, they'll say mm-hmm. brown. So oh, yeah, they, they, their assumption was that they block people like us from coming in. But in actuality, it's, it's just yeah. it's the people from Eastern European countries and European countries from coming in. Yeah, this is the thing. I think one thing people need to understand is if you actually look at the trend of where these refugees mm-hmm. are coming from, they're all, unfortunately, they're from Muslim majority countries, but they're also coming from countries that have been intervened, like there's been intervention from Western powers. And essentially, like if you look at Libya, Libya is a country which has fallen into lawlessness. Why? Because if you look at the, um, the American and British mm-hmm. forces going in, you know, Libya, there's no government, nothing. If you look at Syria, if you look at Iraq, if you look at these countries where these yeah. refugees are coming from, you know what I mean? Like, and they're coming to country, you know, these countries are the countries that essentially destroyed them. And now they're complaining about, oh, these refugees are turned out. What do you expect? They're, they're trying to escape their lives that you've kind of. Yeah, but it, it's it's always, if you, if you were to say that to someone, then they'd go, uh, it's in the past. We didn't have a control over that. But. Uh, the, the ideas yeah. that you spew and, and whatnot still reek of that yeah it's true i think that that's true because um like in, there's also this idea that islamophobia like it started on the on the 12th of september mm-hmm. 2001 and um that's not true and you talk about you know, the past and stuff i think that's another thing that people need to understand that islamophobia is it's a very yeah. old concept. Like even if, like we we've been we right now we're just talking about the media. If you look in the ni- in 1996, there was no real like terrorism was probably growing, but it wasn't like as as a lot of these media lavies say, um, it, Islam is terrorism. It wasn't really. It was more in like countries like Germany. 
Exactly. I think that the best way of looking at, you know, we're talking about, you know, attacks and uh, the media um, and the fact that this has always been an issue. Um, the, each of these things are just catalysts that add to it and make oh, it yeah, worse. Definitely. Um, but it's, it's always been there. Yeah. It's always been there. It's always been there. Because if you look at, even in the, in the New York Times in 1996, they had a headline saying that seeing green, the red menace is gone by hearing mm-hmm. Islam. <laughs> They're saying that now, now communism is gone. Our new, our new target is Islam. We have to worry See, again, about back to that point of there always needs to be someone to hate on, you know, for for for, yeah. for someone's agenda, agenda to work and for them to remain in power, they have to uh, divert attention to other people yeah. and they have to have a reason for some insane people to back them. Really, yeah. This is the thing I think because. If you, it's, it's always having that scapegoat and it's also like we talk about um how there's um this certain idea of what a muslim yeah. looks like this this media interpretation and the funny thing is if you like we have the we're going to we're going to go on to some of the big events happening in society now but if you look in the last 30 40 years typically in the 90s if you look at the biggest one of the biggest um genocides since the Holocaust was yep. in Srebrenica, that wasn't that wasn't brown Arabs. That was white Europeans, but they were they yeah. happened to be Muslim. So it just goes. No. But they don't talk no, about no, it. No. By the way. I know we don't we don't hear it. You know, we at school we hear about the Holocaust, and we have to hear about the Holocaust. By the way, we need to know about these things. But unfortunately, we never hear about Srebrenica. We never hear about the the barbaric things that the Serbian dictate the in Yugoslavia what well, they uh, yeah. don't know I mean, about it. L- l- again back to uh, it these all flows back into the same ideas that we spoke about at the beginning it's all, it all, it's, because it, again it's crazy, go back to agendas it? who controls um what's taught in schools government yeah, yeah. and of course they're gonna they're gonna want to a lot more led, message, isn't it? so they're not gonna teach certain things exactly it's mm-hmm, very nuanced exactly. isn't it it's not it's you you can't it's the sort of thing where i think it's got to such a degree like it's so led to the point where you can't put put your finger to it there's so many aspects like islamophobia i think this is something we need to talk about it's it's an absolute it's a web isn't it really and and there's no no, you know unlike a web there's no beginning you can't trace the beginning you can't find it it's just it's never ending constantly (laughs) expanding and you don't want it to um it shouldn't exist full stop Oh, 100%. Yeah. And we, we talked about some of the events and I think one, I think we'll start talking about one of the major mm-hmm. events that's happening right now in our society, yeah. which is China. Chi- in China, bro, there's this one million Uyghur Muslims who are ethnically Turkic, but they're religiously Muslim, who are being held in concentration camps or, or, or according to the Chinese government, re-education centers. I mean, f- first of all, re-education. I mean... <laughs> what's happened to freedom of speech freedom of belief what are you educating yeah. it, 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 it baffles me it makes That's no sense this is the thing that i don't get i think one thing is with china is that um there's always they've always kind of suppressed mm-hmm. religion anyway because if, if you look in his historically like the, the in tibet the dalai lama is still in still in, it's yep. still in um, exile because of that so I think I think it's unfortunate. It's very sad to see that our Muslim brothers and sisters are being so tr- so badly treated. But I think unfortunately, chi- the Chinese government, if you lo- I say government yeah. very, like very loosely, um, I think unfortunately this would be happening to to any major um, mm-hmm. ethnic minority. 
because China's got a bad history of ethnic minorities, like all the way back yep. to Mao Zedong and before that, probably. But uh, it's it's crazy, man. Like one million people, approximate, and that's just in re That's just in these concentration camps. There's a lot more going on in yeah, there. Totally. That we're mean, not being um, if if you're if it's it's taking it back to the idea of being um a child and a parent, yeah. Uh, if you view the government as a parent yeah. and and all of its civilians as children, then they're going to want to follow the example that's set by the government, um, partly out of fear. Um, but then there's those who are uh, loyal, uh, if you will. Um, and yeah. if that example is set, then they're going to follow it. So obviously, you know, we're only seeing those in those camps. But then think about the amount of hatred in schools uh, at the youngers. And it's it's not a nice idea. Yeah, because if you actually look at what's going on in these camps, um, what they've done is they 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 is everything. If you look at um, organizations like Amnesty International and other organizations who who've like created like a criteria for what a genocide is, they take yep. every box. Like they've um, a lot of things they've done. For example, they've they've sterilized mm-hmm. women so they can't give birth. They've what they've done is they've. If you look at the children, they've separated them from their parents. They put them in these classes, and they and they teach them communist ideas and make them yeah. sing communist songs. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's 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 messed up. Um, and and it doesn't it doesn't matter what what your belief is. It's messed up to force and oppress people like that. It's not it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the the, the sad yeah. thing is is that the media obviously will not will not report on it. And, you know, to find this kind of stuff, you have to delve onto sites like Twitter and and look for for people who are actively going out of their way to make sure that they're reporting on this kind of stuff. And this is the the thing. If you look on Twitter and the people who are reporting and people like CJ Werleman, Khalid Beydoun, shout out to them because those people are doing amazing things. And what happens if you actually look at them and when when they're talking about these issues, they get lambasted by these 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 um so-called mm-hmm. muslim critics and these we we, we see them as a sound yeah. anyway and they are some groups and it's crazy like when you're when you're standing up for something and it's crazy that we by you standing up for something like forget if you're an islamophobe or if you're just against religion or an atheist on a moral basis yeah. this is just wrong so totally. i don't get it it's, 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 incredible. it's, it's, it's properly wrong i mean uh, there's no two ways about it but there's this all goes back to the media as well um that this will never be yeah. taught in schools um it will probably never be realized by any historians um it's not even being realized by people in china if you actually look in china there's there's been a lot of times where, where people in china yeah. aren't even aware about it it's not talked about in china if you actually go into main cities like shanghai like beijing like guangzhou if you actually look at if you actually ask some of these, some of the people, Han Chinese people, they'll tell you, huh? Um, vegan Muslims, what's happening? Yeah. Vegan Muslims, they don't know what's it's, happening. Yeah, messed up. Very messed up. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Very messed up. And I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to have faith in our Spantala because if you look at this from a, from a historical perspective, it doesn't seem like it's... No, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that. And yeah, just, you know... Yeah, pray for pray for those people and and have faith that you know at the end of the day, yeah, th- this is one day we look to a future where something like this is never going to happen. Um, but it's not forgotten; it's remembered, yeah, and, and people have made sure it doesn't happen again to any minority. Yeah, this is the thing. I think we always hear, "Oh, it will never happen again." You know, after the Holocaust, people said mm-hmm. this will never happen again, and granted, and granted, yeah. forty years ago it happens yeah. again. You know, so. 
then we need to we need to, people need to start actually putting putting their mm-hmm, money exactly. where their mouth is, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, mo- moving on from China, um, mm-hmm. India. India, I think that's that's probably not not as much as China, but I think that's been in the news a bit more um, than what's going on in Xinjiang. If you look at, uh, you talked about has always been going on. I think since since partition. Oh I yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that was a, 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 a big pivotal point, really. Yeah, I think yeah, because we both have fact like we both have like grandparents who've gone through that, and they they their stories and stuff is crazy, mm-hmm. isn't it? But think this is if if you look at the what is going on in India right now is is I'm a I'm a student history so for me I look back at what went on with with Nazi Germany is very like similar in terms of if you look at what happened you had the you know crystal neck yep, yep. pogroms against the Jews same thing happened happened a couple months ago in Delhi where where mobs of Hindutva uh, nationalists they went out into the streets of Delhi and they just you know, burning houses, attacking kids, yeah. women, you know, beating up men. And one thing I've noticed is it's, it's never one-on-one. It's always 20-on-one, yeah, 30-on-one. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, it is... See, this kind of stuff just makes you speechless, doesn't it? It does, because, you know, there's there's no it's, sense it's, of humanity. It's, it's, there's, there's no at all. forgiveness or no mercy towards anyone else. It's just a bit broken, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy, but I think um one 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 we've talked a lot about catalyst today, and I think one particular catalyst in this kind of this um inferno in India of of anti-Muslim bigotry is the main party, the BJP yep. or Bharatiya Janata Party. Um, yeah, led by Modi, Narendra Modi. I mean, you don't even you, you don't even have to be clued up on this kind of stuff to know that name now, you know. It is bonkers. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, yeah, he went to he went to America, right? And they, what was it? Howdy Modi. They had like this whole. Oh, do you, do you know what? There you go. Linking two countries in it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, the, the welcome some of them gave uh, Trump when he came over that was that was yeah, mind blowing. They were cheering and worshiping him. The two idiot. The, the yeah, the two idiots, just isn't it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, but I think Modi, man, he he gives me. If you look at it, if you compare him with like a historical, oh, he's leader, scary. He definitely yeah. links to Hitler. Because if you if you look at this is the thing I think we talked about Trump earlier, and if you look at if you were to compare the two, I think one thing that I've noticed is Donald Trump. I think he's more of a yes. superficial Islamophobe. For me, he's only Islamophobe. In my opinion, he's still probably got these 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 bigoted ideas anyway. But for me, I think he's an Islamophobe because it... Yeah, it, definitely. You know, that's that's what's gained him half of his, his following base. That's what's keeping yeah, him going. That's what's realistically probably going to get him elected for another term. Yeah. Oh, he, he'll get elected again. <laughs> but anyway, um, like if you look at him, he has no policies, no ideas, nothing. It's just about getting himself power. Yeah, all, not, all talk, no game, really. Anything, yeah. Exactly. And if you look at Modi, like Narendra Modi, he's he's... He's the opposite. Yeah. He's like an ideologue. This is like an ingrained, like it's it's sickening that he's this is like he's got such a deep hatred for Muslims and not just Muslims, like eth- just ethnic minorities in India, like Christians, Buddhists, and anything that opposes anyone who's it? not Hindu. Yeah, it's mad. And the funny thing is, it's weird because India, 
India enjoyed a few, like, quite a long time after partition of secularism. Yeah. And they had this tradition of secularism. And then as soon as, and the, I think, I think of anything, Hishram, that, that, I think that acted as a veil. Yeah. For me. And I think, he, I think he's just come now and I think he's just pulled the veil off and he's shown and he's exposed to the world what is really going on. And yeah. It's, you know, I was found that I will, like these, the oppressors will never win. It, but, it's going. You look at what's happening. It's going back to that so idea sinister. of um, uh, the government and and people in charge being role models, um, especially if you're you know you're experiencing mm-hmm. stupid amounts of population growth, um, especially in countries like India. Um, and if those people are born into those regimes, yeah. then they're not going to know anything else other than those regimes. Yeah, I think that's a sad thing to see that because India is <laughs> quite a young population as well, isn't it? So if you if you look at the next generation. Because for me, I think India's India's at the start of its road to genocide. Yeah. For me, it, it's it's all dependent on on who's in charge. So, really, isn't yeah, it? yeah. And the thing is, I don't see Modi going anywhere. Because the funny thing is, in India, it's the sort of thing where if you look at, it's not like like Pakistan. Although there's more Muslims in India than Pakistan, it's not it's not like so densely populated. If you look at the population. Yeah, of the Muslims is very sparse. Like they're they're mm-hmm. all they're all, they're all over the place. So there's no way of them yeah. kind of uniting. If you look but at I mean, it. you hope that there's there's no need to unite for anything. If if you if you don't understand what I mean, obviously unity, That's the thing, unity you know what I mean. Um, every day, but I think we we need to be united anyway. But there shouldn't be a united. You exactly, have to, like, exactly. United in defense, in defense. Yeah, I think is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there shouldn't exactly. be a need yeah, for 100%. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is also because if you look at um, if you even look at the makeup of the the government, like they have to unfortunately a lot of Muslims have to they they've only really it's like an American mm-hmm. in the sense of disenfranchisement. There's only two parties to vote for. You either vote for the National yep. Congress Party or you vote for the BJP, and the BJP is like the first party in India's democratic history to have a majority. So if essentially they're yeah, it's one way or another, isn't it? And if you vote one way. Exactly. Uh, you're getting it and if you vote the other way you're still going to get that other option let's be realistic exactly if you get if you if you vote one way you're going to get it in a in a very covert um, I mean, way of islamophobic abuse if you get it another way it's, it's like it's having a checkbox and saying yes and yes you know what i mean two options yeah. but they're the same thing yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly. false freedom isn't it <laughs> it's crazy man. Yeah, it's false freedom, but it's like it's it, these these governments, man. Like these these bigger governments are so like if you if you actually read up on it and if you actually read it, so they're like they actual they have no policy. Yeah, which is astounding to me. There's no policy. If you look at India, like I actually don't get it. Why 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 would you vote for the BJP? Like not forget even what they. You should, obviously, I'm not saying forget what they're doing, but like if you take away what they're doing from the Muslims, if you actually look at their output like what they're doing for the economy india's economy is like i mean when you compare it to a lot of other countries right you know at, at similar development points um they're being overtaken big time um yeah and india was india was yeah, really, to be like the next world following in, in china's footsteps but th- th- that's not happened oh 100 um, there's so much untapped potential yeah. it's just been left really yeah, because if you look at it, that it's almost as if everything is going into is is going into this almost Islamophobic and bigoted economy. That's everything is going the propaganda. Yeah. Everything's kind of going into this. Yeah, which is mind-boggling.
But um, there was one thing that really caught my eye uh, was the Citizenship right. Amendment Act. Don't don't know if you didn't know if you you familiar with that. Oh, sorry. Say that again. You just cut out. Oh, did I cut out? Yeah. So the Citizenship Amendment Act, bro. It was um in the yep, in the yep. state of Assam in India. So what what they did was they they went and they said they made they made um people. So if you couldn't like prove your citizenship, they make you stateless. Now, in 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 countries like India, in the subcontinent, quite. You know, third world countries essentially. If yeah, you're poor, you exactly. can't. You ain't gonna have no papers. You know, there's they're like a lot of people, my family. Yeah, they, they ain't gonna birth certificate nothing because they they're poor. Yeah, they're no, poor. Exactly. They, they can't afford it. You know what I mean? That's that's some. You know what I mean? And what and it led to 1.9 million people, majority Muslim, it's, being stateless. Um, yeah, people in in power, isn't it? They obviously the rich ones. They want to root out the people that they don't yeah. want. They know that there's a majority. Um, of people who oppose them who yeah. fit in that class so rid of them in it uh-huh yeah and that's the thing because i think what they've done is i think you know once you've got 1.9 million people stateless it's yep. a lot easier to get rid of them because there's no one there's no one mm-hmm. fighting in their corner anymore you know what i mean they can't because essentially essentially they don't exist yep. they don't exist on any papers nothing you know you have that you tend to have that stereotype of um of like oh i'm just a number on a on, on a piece yeah. of paper they're not even that anymore <laughs> they're, they're lower than that so it's crazy like it's, it's incredible it's, um, what's happening it, it's it's kind of if you take a battle but then kind of um finding ways to cheat yourself around it um if we yeah. if we have an enemy but let's gonna you know let's just weed them all out and take them out from the inside with political laws and rubbish exactly and the funny thing is if you look at all this this rubbish that they're spewing like india if you, there's one phenomenon like cow lynching and obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. the cows are a sacred animal in hinduism but if you actually if you actually look at india is one of the highest exporters of, of beef in the world and and Muslims and Christians are getting essentially they're, they're being like yeah. lynched on the streets of Delhi and main cities just be whilst your country's again d- d- double standards home. isn't it it's double standards and that's one thing I've noticed with with anyone who's Islamophobic it doesn't have to be countries anyone there's always a double uh, standard yeah. yeah broken political systems broken regimes the whole lot yeah it's just incredible, isn't it? And the funny thing is, um, we've talked about like different. We talked about America. We talked about China. We talked about India. And I think one thing that we there's been a general con- like there's been a trend. No, there's been a consistency. Actually, is better better word. There's been consistency in the idea that this is happening in all forms mm-hmm. of political politics. That like, it's not just your Western liberal democracy. It's in your communist esque demo- dem- whatever you the hell you yeah, want to call China. There is no word for system. it. I don't know what to call metro. There's no word for it. There's no word for it. There's no word for it. You know, India's so-called dem- democracy. It's happening everywhere, you know, in, in every political system. And although a lot of these constitutions state, oh you have the right to your your you know religion, your faith, this sort of stuff mm-hmm. is still happening. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, the funny thing is, you'd expect them, um, you'd expect this like this this rampant Islamophobia to like kind of slow down with COVID nineteen. But if anything is, well, kind do of you know increased. when people get bored, um, people people like to, yeah, yeah this is yeah. what people do, isn't it? You know, 
they they don't have a re- they don't really have a cause for yeah. spewing hatred. But you know, you'll see a post with someone yeah. uh, praying or something, and then someone will put something un- underneath and incite hate just for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you look in this country, what's funny is it's like if you, a lot of these Islamophobes are like they'll they'll be cussing Muslim women and stuff. Saying his hijab is his oh, like yeah, Boris said um letterbox. idiot. <laughs> um, don't don't get me on to him. I'm in a good mood, man. Like, <laughs> but um, what's it called? Um, like if you look at these Islamophobes, the way they describe Muslim women, and the funny thing is, they're they're standing outside the refers they're clapping for these doctors. They don't understand that most. Oh of the yeah, yeah, no. Away if, if you... They don't. They don't. Yeah, they, I mean, don't they won't talk about of, of minorities, really, isn't it? If you look at the um, I think who was it? Exactly. Some people have. I think it might be an NHS. They put out pictures, don't they, of the people who have passed away. Um and and yeah, the, most the of vast them, majority yeah, are, are minorities. Really. It's crazy, man. Yeah, because I remember at the start of the lockdown, there was um um there was a there were two doctors who died, and it was um I think one of one of them name one of the names of the Muslim the Muslim name was um Arima Hussain. Uh, may Allah like mm-hmm. Rana for those inshallah. Um, and she 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 passed away as she's a doctor. And was, there was a white white woman who was a doctor, and I can't remember her name for the life of me. Um, they they both died on the same day. Um, fighting. Let me guess. One got media coverage, the other didn't. And and the funny thing is, they they didn't even like they had a whole article. They had like a whole thing on Sky News. Everything they didn't even mention a rematch thing. They didn't even give her a picture. Nothing. They just they said loads of doctors have died. Yeah. Typically, this this woman. They didn't even talk about them. Man. It's well, I mean, even in, when uh, oh, I know, you, I know, you said you're in a good mood, but I'm, I'm just gonna have to go on to it. Um, when when, <laughs> nah, nah, uh, it's when fine, he, bro, it's he fine. shall not be named, um, came out of um hospital. <laughs> Obviously, no, you don't want to, you don't want to incite hatred against him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glad that he's he's had a child and everything, and he's come out yeah, safe. Of course. And that's, that's good. But um, when he came out, that yeah, statement yeah. that he made, and he talked about people and the Italian women and all these other people who are around him from different faiths and different countries and immigrants and whatnot all helping him and staying by his bed because he's prime minister um there was a yeah. i felt a glimmer of hope like maybe this man's maybe this man's gonna change that's, that's yeah, yeah may, may, maybe you were, you were he's had me, a near-death experience me. and his, his ways have changed but so far this man's dipped and he's had an epiphany uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah, but yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case unfortunately know, but there, there, there was an element of that unfortunately that hope Yeah, that's the thing, man. I think I think he he I think he came out and then he had to re, I think kind of realized came down back to earth and he was like, I or maybe not even happy. that. Maybe that this is that man's view. You know, he did have an epiphany and he had, his views have changed. But but at the end of the day, you know, maybe. the party he's a part of won't allow him to, um, you know, change his view because they know that at the end of the day he's a figurehead for them, really, isn't he? Um, and and no, he is. You know, he, he he's he's power hungry. Of course, he wants to be prime minister. Of course, he wants to sit in ten Downing Street. He always has, always will want to. Um, and he knows that if if he changes his view, yeah. then that's it. He's gone. Yeah, that's it, man. That's the thing. I think we we do live in a society where we talked about earlier, like people don't really think for themselves anymore. But also, I think when you believe in something, it's like just because just because the mind just because you're in the minority makes this idea of if you're yep. in the minority you're wrong 
There's no like forget truth, forget everything. They just if if there's a majority saying something, then oh you're wrong just because mm-hmm. twenty people put mm-hmm. their hands up. Do you know what I mean that like, there's no sense of actual like yeah there was a there was a, a you know psychologist I mean? kind of um, experiment. I remember uh, my mum showing it to me where people um, like you had three actors in the room, yeah, and you put them in the room um, and then bring one unknown person in. And the actors have been told to stay stood up um, and sit down whenever they hear a horn go off. And the one person comes in and they conform to it and they start copying what other people are doing. Um, And it's the same principle with media, isn't it? If you see a comment section and uh, 99% of the comments are inciting hatred, then your mind is going to be biased towards trying to incite that hatred. Yeah, and then it, and then it's also the point where it's like you don't want to get lambasted. Keep quiet, so yeah. Keep quiet, or you change your in, views. You keep quiet. Yeah, and I think we're talking about keep quiet. I think that leads us on nicely, Hisham. I think we wanted to quickly, quickly before we end, I kind of just wanted to touch upon like how we kind of how yes, we can yes. move on, how we can resolve these issues. Do Do you see not not necessarily in issues like China? And I think they're much more more deeper and they're much more more led. In terms of definitely just, um, finding a solution, based on on a local level, on a ground level, how do you think? We well, can I, I think you know, even what we've been trying to do at our school is ensuring that your the community itself within that school is is taught and um, you know you work from ground up because children are the future. Um, yeah, no two ways about that. So yeah. if if we're you know giving assemblies and teaching these kids about this and that and normalizing things like fasting and and um, Eid and all this kind of you know bits and bobs, I'm talking about from yeah I'm talking about for every single just little things, isn't it? Yeah, because that's where we start. Yeah. That's where the issue begins and it evolves. So if you catch it early and you fix yeah. it and you amend it, then yeah. it's better. Schools are the place to to fix things. What, what about with you? Where, yeah. how, where would you think, point, you know, to start? How I think. Uh, for me, I think I'm a bit more, I think I'm I'm not as nice as you in that sense because I think for me, a lot of the time, if it's, mm-hmm. if someone's mm-hmm. ignorant, they're going to be ignorant, isn't it? So for me, I think as Muslims, we need to, I think before, before we look at other people, yeah. I think we need to look at ourselves maybe. Because for me, um, one thing that I've always found is we we as Muslims and the people who are ethnic minorities anyway in general, we don't have the same luxury as a white guy living in Oxfordshire or Cambridgeshire. Like they they will have luxury. Like they can they can do certain things. Mm-hmm. We, like they can behave a certain way and they'll they'll have a second chance. Or like for example, for example, if someone if if a white guy does something wrong, that particular white man has done something wrong. Yeah. he's he's culpable for what he's done. If I was to, if you or I was to do something, then oh, these Muslims! Look at these Muslims! Why are all these Muslims like that? They'll, we we haven't got the luxury of of our own like or being judged. Yeah, no, no, no. Own, we're a collective. We're seen entity, as a collective. Like, ourselves. We're a collective. We're always seen a collect as a collective. It's like it's like so. For me, we need to be a bit mm-hmm. more careful, and even in the school setting. If you if you if you go like if you go to a school where majority white and you've got a group of uh, Muslims who may not be behaving in the best way, then for the majority that's their only experience of what Muslims are because maybe they live in a in a majority precisely white that. precisely white that. Christian neighborhood or white whatever they so I th- yeah I think we need to we need to kind of be reflective on on our our job as well because 
if we're not if we're not showing our true mm-hmm. like iman our, our faith then are we doing our jobs correctly are we are we if we're not like muslims we as muslims we need to we, like man as i always say man yeah. man is man is the best form of dawah bro it's the best form yeah. of like showing people what muslims are really like and if we're not if we're not doing See, that are we really doing is our is jobs a, is a kind of philosophical stuff that you you've got to be thinking about um obviously we can put blame on other people yeah. but um you you can't deny we're part of the problem as well we've got to make sure that um we're giving off the correct oh, yeah, example uh, and showing people the true us um yeah. and not give them reason to hate um if yeah. we if we do that then yes we can put blame yeah, on other people it, um but it's a mix of a, mi- a mix of a number of things but a mix of the two things that we've just said can definitely help the problem 100% Oh, definitely, yeah. And let's just hope, let's just hope, by the grace of Allah, that that what's happening in the world right now, yeah, inshallah, come to a halt, inshallah. Um, but Hisham, it was, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, you, you on, for having me. We need to get you on more often because, yeah, no, it's a pleasure, man. Um, Zakal hey, brothers and sisters, for tuning into today's Wakta podcast. Um, until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.